Rouse. Portal Miami, Portal McCandy, ain't got nothing to lose. This is Portland's academy. Never traffic for fun, only traffic for fun. All I see was the struggle, it's like I'm trapped in the sun. Mortals were badly paid, no water, we badly paid. It better be better days on the way, that's on my dad's grave. I'm pushing it hard, I'm pushing it south. If he pushing a lie, he pushing for hours. I waited and waited, I done ran out of patience. They hated and hated. It, left him slow dancing and sleeping fresh in my white tee Mac 11, swear to God I bought my first block Broke it down and tore the block apart I push and I push, push. I ride and I ride Trying to survive on 9 to 5 Put it all on the line Things going on, I had a lot going on last week. Some great games, nail biters, and some people came from behind for victories. And we had some shell shockers that went on. We got a lot of players who made plays, and let me go ahead and introduce my my teammate and himself, TJ. Go ahead and do the thing, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Before we get started, we want to please ask everybody to like, subscribe on Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast. Please leave us a comment or a review. If you have any questions, suggestions you would like to add to the show, just go ahead and leave us a review and a rating, and I promise you we'll add it to one of our shows coming up. But like BP said, man, we had some live action in week one. We're going to get straight into it. The game of the week was Jefferson at Wharton. Jefferson ends up coming on top 24-13. Man, Brody, it was everything I thought it was going to be, man. Yeah, it was, man. <laughs> Jefferson had some uh, running back go off out there, man. He, did, he was breaking tackles left and right. Hitting home runs. It was crazy, man. Jefferson fought hard in that game. Judge, yeah, you mean Jesuit. Yeah, I'm talking about the Jesuit. I mean Jesuit. Yeah, yes, sir. Your boy. I'm going to say Jesuit. No, I said Jefferson. Joquez Swift, man. I mean, Smith, yeah. Oh, Brody, tough. I got to see it live in the action on person. Like, man, every time this man got hit, he had to be three or four yards past the line of scrimmage, and then he bouncing off that like, oh, no, this, this ain't enough. He's one of the best running backs in the state of Florida for sure, and probably one of the best running backs in, in college uh, high school football. But the thing is with Jesuit, man, like like you say, I mean, I said Jefferson earlier, but it's Jefferson. Sorry, Jesuit, sorry about that. These guys came out there, man, and they're gonna run that football, and they're gonna spray the ball around, and they did everything they possibly could, uh, could to maintain those defensive ends for Ward that was coming off the edge uh, all night long. Yeah, man. That, like like we discussed, man. They're a championship team. And one thing you see with champions is they respond. Wharton scored first with a bomb to Arquise. And next thing you know, Wharton has momentum. Like, okay, they're doing good. Jesuit come hit him right back with a bomb to, I believe it was Willie Suarez, right down the middle. Boom, momentum took out of you. And then Jesuit ended up scoring again. And you just, like you say, you just see that championship experience of, okay, we got hit. We know we can hit back. We ain't worried about it. Like, yeah, man, that defensive line stayed in the backfield of Warren as well, too. Oh, my and then, gosh, uh, man. And then when Chauncey, when, uh, when uh, stays, man, he got a, uh, Stacey Gates got an opportunity to break one. He got a situation where he, he you know, broke a couple of tackles and he had a nice couple of runs. But other than that, uh, Jesuit maintaining for the most part. Yeah, Stacey played hard, man. But like we said, that, that defensive line going against Warren offensive line, we figured would be the issue. Well, not issue, but one of the areas we wanted to look at. And Jesuit's defensive line did a good job of containing him. Stace did score at the end of the game to like bring it back closer 
as more Warriors making a run, but he, like you said, he was getting met at the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage often. And it yeah, was, man, did you see? Did you see the leadership at the end of the game uh, that went viral when it, when he he stepped up to his teammates and he was basically telling guys, "It's not gonna be this all year. We're gonna we're gonna fight right after this. He promised they're gonna make different things things happen for the team." And those guys said it was gonna come together as a, a ball club. Yes, sir. Like as a great uh, moment of passion from the young man because, like you say, it's only one game. It's week one. Both teams. What they look like right now is not, are not what they're gonna look like at the end of the year, so they both have great starting points to get off. But man, yeah, Jesuit had some guys go out there. Warden had some guys make some plays, but that Andre Gilbert, that safety man, Troy Bowles Jr., the defense just flows, man. Peter Pazinski, really he was. Psh, psh. You're really good to see what time of team uh, Warden is this week to get to get all plans this week. So you get to see what well, see the guys. Break some runs against Plan City, see how that goes over there. See the mentality, yes, sir. All right, so our next game we talked about was Summoner and Bloomingdale. Summoner ended up winning that game 44-32. We got some stats for you. Uh, the quarterback, Greg Smith, Brody, 258 yards, and I believe he oh, had man. four pass, passing touchdowns, 82 rushing yards, one rush touchdown, and he, had, he did throw one interception. But, wow. Well, he, did make our, he did make our list this early in the year, man, and – we said he was going to be a ball player. He's, he's showing everything that we thought he'll be and oh, more. Wow. And he got the guys playing behind him, man. Man. He had uh, sophomore receiver Tyler Williams had 169 rece- receiving yards on six receptions. And I wanted to say he scored at least two times, but I may be mistaken. <laughs> Those guys came out to play and called it out, too. We did our rapid fire last week. Yes, sir. And all these stats are going from Max Prep. So if anything's wrong, I apologize. I just got, got them off Max Prep and I'm bringing them from there. But yeah, man, like, Summoner, that offense looking good, man. Bloomingdale had uh, 32 points and the quarterback, he, he went, he played hard, man. 270 yards, three, three touchdowns through the air, one in the session, 100, in rush, 100 in rushing yards and one rushing touchdown. They had senior wide receiver Derek Owens with 126 yards on five receptions and a touchdown. Chris Bolton, our one of our players to look out for, had 70 yards on three receptions, two touchdowns. Then on the defensive end, he had six solo tackles and a blocked field goal. Oh man, he had a game. <laughs> so yeah, he, he he showed he showed out a little bit out there, man. Yeah, that's crazy. See, like the thing is, we sit here and we say Bloomingdale for years, for the last couple of years, has been dominant. Now, see, can they turn around things from after this loss from Summoner last week? Yes, sir, man. So, big things coming from Bloomingdale, man. I think they're right there on the verge and they're playing talented teams, too. It's not like they're playing against teams that aren't going to make them better. Right. So the next game was where we split. We both thought, well, you thought Gaither was going to win. I thought Steinbrenner, and you came out correct. Gaither won 28-21. Man, that quarterback, that sophomore quarterback, BP. He's a real deal, man. He's throwing the ball all over the place, and then you have a nice, a nice guy behind him running that table, man. So in a situation like that, you can have, you can be, you can hand the ball off. You got to worry about linebackers, defensive linemen getting your face at all times. You can hand off here, and then you can sit back in that pocket. And they be able to deliver, and he's doing well. Good job for Blue, uh, for Gaither. Yes, sir. Boy, did he have some yards? Three hundred and fifty-five yards, four touchdowns, 
Florida commit Eugene Wilson is third, 118 receiving yards on six receptions, two touchdowns, and he had an interception on defense. Yeah, he, he making plays for Gaither, man. man. Just, Dominant. Dominant. Yes. The Damian Farrell, a junior, transferred in from Jefferson, 127 receiving yards on eight receptions, a touchdown, electric, man. And then you had junior wide receiver Mike Coley, 95 yards on five receptions, man. That that passing game looks deadly out there. Yes, it is. He ain't good. making his case of player of the year. Oh, early. Then on the defensive end, you had uh, junior defensive back Kamari Jones with four tackles. Uh, junior defensive back Latrell Taylor, a forced fumble, three solo tackles, four total tackles in total. Our boy Antonio Henley down there called it havoc. Both teams struggled, well, didn't didn't have too many ways to run the ball. Great team, great defense up front. So, man, it's crazy out there, man. The boy is dominant, man. Like you said, you called it. You got, man, you can see it. You can see it for the most part as far as, whatever, you know, them playing the defense, having a nice guy down that, that defensive tackle. Guys being able to he, he taking up blocks. And he's being able to, you know, get people to come behind him and make plays. And then you got a you know, quarterback doing his thing back there who's been the leader for the team. It gets no better than that. Yes, sir. Steinbrenner ended up scoring 21. The quarterback had 115 yards, passing touchdown. Uh, Christian Garhart, one of our players, you know, had five solo tackles, a forced fumble. And then you had senior defensive back Lee Woodard, senior linebacker Bew Steeper, and senior linebacker Hayden Bowauer each have seven tackles. So, they played, like I said, they they were filling them gaps, man. Just like you said, Gator had ended up having the better playmakers that night. The talent. And the next game we had was East Bay 41, Middleton 0. And like we said, we both thought East Bay would win that game pretty handily. Oh, um, yeah, East Bay, where you at? Yes, sir, man. Trying to stop that option. And then that, that guy Sneed and Carter Sneed. And then uh, my guy Christian Stewart. On defense, safety back there, big time too. Man, he's a big time player. I can't recall his name right now. But. So I think his name is Christian Stewart, and then Vincent Ketchup, the running back, the other, the other running back. It's, it's dangerous, man. I like, I like it. But those are some of the games that we spoke on last week. Games to watch out. So for this week, man, game of the week, BP. What game of the week you think we going to? I think we're going to do Alonzo. And who Alonzo got this week? Alonzo and Blake, man. Both undefeated. Both coming off wins. Oh, man. This right here. This ain't going to be a tough game to call because uh, I would say similar teams. Uh, it's a decent matchup between the two. Yes, you sir. Know, uh, Blake have athletes. Alonzo going to have a few athletes out there. But, you know, a good coaching staff, a good unit coming in. Let's see what happens this game. Yes, sir. Both teams got to get chance. Well, somebody gets to start off two and zero, and then new districts, new classifications. Hey, man, every win counts. Yes, sir. With Alonzo, man, I got a couple players that have a shout out here with Alonzo. We got Gavin Hughes, linebacker, who's making plays all over the field, and then another guy, Terrell Russell Jr., quarterback. Man, the kid had threw for five touchdowns last week. He's a twenty twenty five prospect. I think he had like seven passes and. Anytime you can throw seven passes and then come out with five touchdowns, I think you you having a, a hell of a day. And for him to come out there and do what he did, man, 
I think I'm, I have to go with Alonzo this week against Blake. Okay, yes, sir. So Blake had a good day as well last week, winning 72-0 to zero over Lato. I got my guy Deshaun Neal, who ran for 200 yards and three rushing touchdowns. We got uh, Quentin Debu. I apologize if I mess up his name. Running backs, linebacker. He had 100 yards rushing as well in the touchdown. So don't just think you finna come over here and do anything. Like Blake ain't, ain't finna put up no fight over here, man. So with players like Montese Davis, right receiver, or Lazo making a connection with Terrell Russell Jr., man, it's gonna be problems for Blake, man. Hey, Blake got a, a freshman cornerback receiver out there named Jadarian Collins in that secondary way, you know, y'all to try that. And then if he don't get it, Zion Jones a sophomore back there. So, man, they got a lot of young talent ready to show out, man. So, I think that's going to be the game of the week for us. The thing about it, Blake, Blake always going to have some athletes, but it's got to be able to hold on to those kids. They can hold on to their kids. And what I mean by that, they don't transfer out after making plays while they're young. Then, you know, Blake can have a good opportunity, man, later on down the line. But you never know what happens. But like I said, man, it's going to be a good game. I look forward to seeing a good game between Alonzo and Blake. Yes, sir. I think it's going to come down to the line of scrimmage. Whichever team can establish the better running game, they're going to win the game to me. I agree with you on that. I'm going to Alonzo. Okay. I think I'm going to go with Blake. I like that quarterback at Alonzo, though, so I'm a little nervous because that man dangerous. Yes, sir. Russell. All right, so we can go ahead and jump into our top five, man. You know, top five, y'all shaking first. up a little bit with Steinbrenner losing for me, <laughs> Berkeley Prep losing for me, and Wharton losing for me. So. Oh, man, you just took a whole bunch of L's, too. You went a whole bunch of L's. I had one, one L, but one of the teams that took an L for me, they stayed in the same position for me, though, and that's Orangewood. Okay. They went out of Alabama, and they lost one. But for number one, I'm starting number one, my number one team, I have a switch up this week. Last week I had Tampa Bay Tech. With Tampa Bay Tech uh, struggling a little bit, find a way to come out and win. I gotta make Jesuit my number one team with how they beat Warden. My number two team I uh, dropped down from number one last week is Tampa Bay Tech. Uh, Tampa Bay Tech, I love Tampa Bay Tech, but I think they kind of struggled a little bit. They, you know, I'm not sure what's going on as far as you know they're starting slow this this year. But good teams find a way to win, and Tech has been proven has been proven lately that they are a good team. So Tech is number two, number three for me. Like I said, is Arnwood. I have Arnwood number three. They were hit number three last week. They said number three because they lost to one of the top teams in Alabama, and now they get to come home and play their uh, opponents here in the Tampa Bay area. My number four team that comes out of nowhere is number six last week is Tampa Catholic. Oh, Tampa Catholic, yes, sir. I love a Tampa Catholic and head coach Cherish Adorn. And the boys over there behind Lewis and uh, St. Paris uh, down there at the offensive line. And those guys are making plays all over the field. And then my fifth team, even though they lost last week to Jesuit, is going to be Wharton. I love what Wharton have over there, what Coach Mike Williams and staff is building. These guys have these kids. And the way how Mr. Gage said last week that he's no longer going to allow his teammates to be playing around and doing different things. I'm gonna rock with Wharton for number five. Okay, okay, I like that top five, there, man. So my number one team still number one. They still deserve. They went out of the pro- went out on the field and proved why they are number one. Jesuit, 
they just loaded out there, man. Like playmakers out everywhere, then the coaching is outstanding. So Jadrius number one. I still got tech at number two. I know last week I believe the quarterback Jaden Roseberry played. So for him to be in the game and then make them come well drive them down there to win the game, if I believe if I'm not mistaken, that was him in the game. Hey, that shows that, like you say, champions find a way to win. So I'm still on the tech bandwagon either way. I still think they're good. At three, I'm going to go ahead and bring Carrollwood Day into the picture, man. Yeah, that was my number 16. But Carrollwood Day, I'm going to have at number three right now, man. I think they just loaded with talent. I think this is the year that they they, they break through. Uh, number four team, I'm going to go ahead and go with Tampa Catholic. Thank Tammy Catholic there. And then my number five team, I'm going to surprise you with this. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to throw Gaithrin at number five. Oh, man. This, uh, that, hey, hey. you better tell you. I'm surprised you put Warden up there. You got Gaithrin, man. Oh, I forgot all about Warden. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to put Gaith right there because the only reason why because I know Warden are their way back in. And that's the thing is, Gaithrin's a solid team. I like Gaithrin top five this week. But my only thing with you is what you have in Carrollwood Day and TC back-to-back for number three and four. My question is UTJ, Do you feel Carrollwood Day could beat a team like a Warden or Arwood? Ooh. I think it would be close. It depends, man. It depends on the day, man, because Carrollwood Day has an offensive line. If you can establish the offense – if you can establish a line of scrimmage, I feel like it's a good day. And I got to – like, Warren is a good team, but you got to show you're consistent. You know what that's I mean? Right. It's only one week, so we'll see. That's what that's – what, that'll be a good that'll be a good task, man. But, like I said, you can't – now in Hillsborough County, we can't no longer say a public school is just going to dominate a private school. You can't say it anymore because – these kids are all over everywhere. It is true. And these kids it is are making true, plays, man. man. It's, that doesn't doesn't mean much anymore, man. Those kids are put those offensive linemen are stopped for those uh, private programs. Hey, you just saw the private school beat Warden last week, so right. Like I said, it's, it's definitely private schools doing their thing out here, man. So with that, man, we're gonna give out some week one shout outs from players that did some things last week, man. We updated our we'll be updating our players to no list tomorrow. So just a little preview of some names that we add on there. Uh, I got, you go ahead, I'm BP. Go first with one. Yeah. Well, I got one from Plant High School. Twenty, he's a twenty twenty five kid. Uh, last week he had ninety two receiving yards and two touchdowns. His name is Walter Clark. Again, that's Walter Clark from Plant High School. Twenty twenty five kid uh, had ninety two receiving yards and two touchdowns. This kid had us against had a good game against Tampa Bay Tech. He's a ball player. College coaches might want to get out and check him out. Okay, I got uh, Javari Barnett, running back slash defensive end, freshman for Stephanie Christian. Had 130 yards and a touchdown. Man, Congrat- man got off last week. So another player for me is Marcus Hicks from Jefferson, 2025. Kid had 11 solo tackles uh, last week. The kid was all over the field on the defense side of the ball last week. Yes, sir. So I'm going to go ahead and go with, oh, who do I have? Oh, Mr. Nation probably a running back from Jefferson. 2023 had 312 rushing yards. 
oh against God. Sickles with four uh, touchdowns to go along with that. So I don't know how that slipped my mind, but yeah, congratulations, that, that, man. He, 300 yards. He's definitely a player of the week. He's yeah. definitely a player of the week. Hey. You got to give him a player of the week, man. 300 yards is insane. So definitely got something going on right there. My man had a highlight tape in one game. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to a kid from Cam- uh, Cambridge High School. He's a 2023 kid. He had 120 yards receiving. His name is Napoleon Hunter. Napoleon Hunter from Cambridge High School, 2023, 120 yards last week. Okay, okay. And I guess the last one I'll go with, because you know it's getting ready, getting ready to be bedtime for me, is Mr. Hale Solomon of the Rant, 2025 linebacker. He had five solo tackles and four tackles for loss. Man, and I got to get the offensive line for Durant the, as a whole, man. Give Durant offensive line a pat on the back for their performance uh, the last two weeks. But with that being said, my final opponent, my final guy that I have here is Michael Dempsey from Newsom. He is a uh, running back. He had 98 yards rushing and a touchdown. Oh, man, I'm lying, DP. It's one more player we almost forgot. Who's and I don't that? know how we forgot this guy. Mr. Seven Touchdowns himself. Oh, oh my God. Seven touchdowns in one game. <laughs> yes, sir. Mr. Robinson Knight, Kasim Johnson, seven touchdowns himself. From Robinson High School. This kid is balling. This kid, I mean, listen, we had a coach come in and say, check this kid out. And from the moment that we saw this young man, this young man has, he was very explosive. We po- he was posted on a page. Um, when our uh, the balls of Bay Page and this kid was just came out with just he's he's, a, he's electric, you know, with a ball in his hand. Um, does it on special teams, does it at uh, defensive back, running back. He does all over the field. And then he comes out this week and he gets the ball in his hand. And he goes for seven touchdowns. And it's just what else can this kid do? Look forward to seeing him do much more this season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So if you haven't checked out our players to know list, please make sure you stop by the site the site at ballersinthebay813.com. Got plenty of articles. The last one, I believe, was on what does it take to be Division One. It broke down what classes you needed to be a college, to be eligible to go to college, to be a get a scholarship. So please make sure, you know, check that out because sometimes we're not always paying attention about. We're just taking classes and not paying attention and do they transfer over to what we really want. So. And, young man, make sure that you, and on with the page, like what that being said, when he said about your, knowing where your grades are and the classes that you're taking, make sure that you don't just get the bare minimum. You don't want to be one of the people that uh, we walk in as a freshman, uh, you can't play because you, you end your career with below a 2.3 GPA. So 2.3 GPA, 2.2, you're coming in, you automatically have to red shirt, as I believe, when you come in as a freshman. So you want to definitely make sure you keep your grades above a 2.5 or even higher. I, I prefer you have a, like a 3.0, to be honest with me. That's what I try to shoot for if I was a young man today because you want to be competitive in the classroom in the sense of when the coaches come out and say, hey, how's the kid's grades? You don't have to worry about you struggle to feel. Oh, I don't know if he's gonna. You no know, coach, he may struggle in math or English. No man, do what you could do. Try to get those A's and the strictly A's and B's, and then knock out your SAT, ACT score, and then go into hell business, man. Make your family proud. Yes, sir. So where you going tomorrow, BP? Tomorrow, man. I was thinking about. I was thinking about hitting Orwood game. It was not uh, Orwood. 
I'm going to check out Warden and Plant City High School because um, I'll probably stay local. Um, if not, I'll be over in the Pinellas County area watching football somewhere. Okay, I think I'm going to be at, oh, I don't think I know I'm going to Warden and Plant City. Go ahead and see what these Wildcats do, man. Yeah, I want to see Plant City on this, on this new turf field this week. I'm rooting for them, man, but it's going to be a hard battle this week with them to overcome. That strong, solid Warden defense, man. Plenty high got to prove to people that they could, they could get down the field and put up points. So, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough on this week. I um, love I got the Warden. city, but it's yeah. Wildcats on the way, man. Yeah, I got Warden in dominant fashion this yeah. week, man. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'll be at tomorrow, man. Good luck. So, just want to say good luck to everybody, man. And I think that's about all we got for you. Thank yes, you, everybody, sir. for the support. Yes, sir. So we out. Go Raiders. Go Raiders. <laughs> Once the Raider, always the Raider. Run the win. And we out. Yes, sir. <laughs>